0: Do we really need another crown jewel at Eldora? Do we really want another crown jewel at Eldora? We'll get into that. Plus, we can results from Flow and XR and a bunch more. Let's go. It's Monday, November 14th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We had two competing big late model events over the past weekend with the XR Super Series at Las Vegas and the Flow Racing at Night in America Series at Sonoya for the Peach Day Classic. At Sonoya, the track did an incredible job to have the surface prepped and ready to go for two days of racing following Tropical Storm Nicole. We talked late last week about the tarping efforts, and on Friday afternoon, they even brought in a helicopter to fly low around the track and help dry things out. That Friday feature ended up uh, having quite a bit of attrition between incidents and tire problems. At the end, though, it was all Kyle Bronson. and he dominated to pick up the $20,000 victory, topping Spencer Hughes and Garrett Alberson. Definitely felt like a full moon night, though. Dennis Erb Jr. pulled in early and he raced one from the lead, thinking the race had ended when it hadn't. And then the drone fell out of the sky and he raced two in the midst of an incident involving Carson Ferguson and others. They also battled issues getting stricken cars off of the surface, tow trucks couldn't get traction, all kinds of things. Uh, Things went smoother though on Saturday, but the feature result was somewhat similar with one driver dominating for the duration, only instead of it being Kyle Bronson, it was Ricky Thornton Jr. RTJ led wire to wire in the 75 lapper to pick up the $53,000 winner's check. His margin of victory at the end was north of 10 seconds over Hudson O'Neill. Devin Moran rounded out the podium after missing the feature on Friday night. Brandon Shepard was crowned the Flow Series champion for 2022, picking up $75,000 in the process. He didn't have a particularly strong weekend at Sonoya, finishing 8th on Friday and 13th on Saturday. Uh, Was actually lap traffic on a few occasions. Uh, But it was more than enough to clinch the title with Bobby Pierce out west. Definitely looks like Shepard and his B5 team will have a little work to do through the winter to get their program ready for a national tour run in 2023. At the dirt track at Las Vegas, the features looked pretty similar to Sonoya with dominating winners both Friday and Saturday. Things were spicy early in the show on Friday, though, with Jimmy Owens and Bobby Pierce tangling in the second heat race. Pierce threw a slider at Owens into turn three, which didn't quite clear, and Owens took offense. The Newport Nightmare drove back by the 32 and then ran him into the outside wall right about the flag stand. Neither driver ended up finishing the heat race, but both were eventually able to get into the night's main event. And the reaction to the incident online is pretty mixed, and I guess it depends on which driver you're a bigger fan of. Owens, though, was clearly not a fan of Bobby's move uh, and decided to do something about it. In the Friday feature, it was all Jonathan Davenport. He was out front uh, at the end by about seven seconds. Brandon Overton and Shane Clanton completed the podium. There was no such trouble for Pierce on Saturday night, though, as he dominated the weekend finale for a $40,000 payday and won the event for the second straight year. Late Cautions made this one a little closer than it actually was with Davenport 2nd and Billy Moyer 3rd. Nobody had anything for Pierce all feature long. The XR season closes out in a few weeks at Alltech in Florida for the Sunshine State 50. Back on Friday, we talked about the 2023 schedule for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series, and by the time I got that episode posted and distributed, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series schedule for next year was out. And contrary to some rumors about the series' demise, uh, next year Lucas will have 56 races across 32 tracks and 16 states uh, from January through October. $5 million in purse money alone will be available for racers. Schedule is a lot of what you've come to expect from Lucas. They're going to start the year with Golden Isles, Bubba, and East Bay, and then all of your favorites throughout the year, all the big crown jewels. There are some very notable changes, though. The first and I think biggest move is that the season-ending Dirt Track World Championship that pays $100,000 to win is moving from Portsmouth Raceway Park over to Eldora. That was definitely a move I didn't see coming, and I'm honestly not sure how I feel about it. There have been complaints about Portsmouth as the home to this race, so a move wasn't out of the question, but I just don't know if this is the right place for it. You're going to have the world 100 in september and then just six weeks later another big money late model race right back at eldora did we really need a third late model crown jewel here does this cheapen the other races that happen earlier in the year i definitely have mixed feelings about this one let me know where you are in the comments section also notable for 2023 is that the silver dollar nationals is moving from i80 to houston speedway that was a poorly kept secret all summer Uh, one we saw coming from a mile away. Hussett's will be a kick-ass track for that event. We saw a great race there last year, but will the fans travel and support it? We'll have to wait and see that Hussett's area of South Dakota, very much sprint car country, not so much late model country. Other notable additions include a stop at Georgetown Speedway, uh, plus the Farmer City 74 and Fairbury Spring Shootout. Those were Mars-sanctioned races a year ago, now become Lucas-sanctioned. With the deal between Lucas and Flow Racing for broadcasting underlying all of this, these races getting onto the schedule feels very much like the Michael Rigsby effect. Farmer City and Fairbury were part of the Flow Racing Illinois Speed Week a year ago, which included two Flow Racing Night in America races, uh, and this will pump that week up a little bit more. And Georgetown is owned by Brett Deo, who has a deal with Flow to stream racing from Georgetown already, plus Fonda and the Short Track Super Series. So Rigsby and Flow definitely with some influence on this schedule for next year. Overall, though, I like the Lucas schedule. Uh, I think there's a lot of good in there. You know, you're going to get all of your favorite stuff, some nice additions. Just not sure about that change to Eldora for the Dirt Track World Championship. Uh, before we move on, a quick Dirt Tracker merch update. I'm currently sold out of sprint car decals, but have ordered more, and they should be back in stock soon. Logo decals and late model decals are still available. Also, I'm officially out of the logo new era flat bill hats. I went ahead and put in an order with Kane Screen Print late last week, though, for a new round of hats, but these ones will be different. I'm going to do some mesh back trucker style hats. We're going to have two different logo placement options. Uh, they'll be available soon over at shop.dirttracker.com. Once they have them in hand, I'll let you know here. Uh, if you want to grab something from shop.dirttracker.com, shipping in the US, always free, and I will cover the sales tax for you. A few other races to look at from over the weekend Ryan Godown closed out the short track Super Series Cajun Swing with a win Saturday night at Boot Hill Speed, where that was worth $20,000. The track was a challenge with the rain from the day before, and those guys definitely had their spurs on. Matt Shepard actually loaded his car up and rolled out because of the track conditions. Up at Babs Motor Speedway in Pennsylvania, Brett Marks got to the lead of the Saturday Sprint car race and drove off to the $6,500 win. He topped Danny Dietrich and Freddie Raymer in what was the final race of the year for a lot of those guys. And out at Cocoa Speedway in Arizona, Dominic Selzy swept the weekend wins with the ASCS Southwest region. He beat Austin McCarl and Ryan Timms on night one, and Ryan Timms and Austin McCarl on night two. Uh, I know things are going to start to slow down dramatically here uh, with dirt racing, but uh, if you want some other dirt racing content to get into, head over to dirttracker.com or head over to youtube.com slash dirttracker. I knew I was going to do that. Uh, Click the channels tab on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel. There I have a bunch of other dirt racing YouTube channels listed. Uh, And just over the weekend, I added Ryan Timms, Jason Fager, and uh, Chris Ferguson's channels to that page. Definitely plenty of videos and channels to discover over there. I'm north of 20, I think 24 channels, uh, so plenty of stuff to check out Uh, maybe discover something new if you haven't seen anything over there before. There are two items on the streaming schedule today. I know you're used to hearing me say Flow Racing 24-7, which is basically a nonstop stream on flow of whatever past content they have and feel like sharing. Uh, it's been part of the Flow service, uh, kinda, I think this started kind of with COVID uh, and was originally USAC 24-7, has since switched over to Flow 24-7. Uh, and not to be outdone, Dirt Vision has added their own version of this called Dirt Vision Now. Same idea, 24-7 streaming video, but this one featuring World of Outlaws and Dirt Car content, plus racing from their roster of weekly tracks. You're not going to get any Perth Motorplex on DuraVision this year, no extreme late model series, uh, so there'll be quite a bit of downtime on the service in, in the coming months, so this is Duravision ans- uh, DuraVision's answer to fill that time. I'm going to go ahead and add this to the streaming schedule, so you'll now see this daily uh, along with Flow 24-7. If you want to see the daily streaming schedule, head over to dirttracker.com watch tonight. On the show tomorrow, we'll get into some of the recent late model team news, plus uh, we could have some Sprint Car Crew Chief stuff to talk about as well, so stay tuned for that. Uh, That's it for the show today. Have a good Monday. Please hit that like button and subscribe if you do not do so already. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.